Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Shall we pray? Father, thank you for the opportunity to be in church. Thank you for your word that is anointed and is going to bless us. In Jesus' name, amen. Ecclesiastes 12.1 Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1 We are going to read it together Shall we do that? Remember now thy creator In the days of thy youth While the evil days come not Nor the years draw nigh When thou shalt say I have no pleasure in them. Praise the Lord. We are going to be considering for the next few weeks, God the creator. God the creator. Please take your seat. December is our month of testimonies. And in the month of testimonies, we need to come to a place of appreciation that in the course of our walk with God, God reveals himself to us in different ways and shows us his different attributes. I find it particularly valuable for this month as we are believing him for testimonies for us to focus on our God as the creator. Because in creation, he exhibits his power unto humanity and shows us his active existence on the face of the earth or in our realm. So here, the wise man says that from time to time, we should remember now thy creator. Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. So if you see the way the scripture is worded, it's saying that remember now, not tomorrow, thy creator. Remember now. Praise the Lord. So God expects us to come to the point of active appreciation of his existence. That's why he's saying that we should come to the place of consciousness where we remember him not tomorrow but now. Praise the Lord. Because there is the possibility to go through life without you having God consciousness. Or having the appreciation that God is actively with you on a regular and a daily basis. So, 
without going into all of that, just to let us appreciate the very first part of the scripture, I said, remember now thy creator. And if you look at the scripture very well, you find out that the creator there is in, it starts with a cap, capital C. That tells you that it's making reference to a particular great personality that is definite. And that creator there is referring to God. So God is a creator. Actually, when you read Romans chapter 1, the Bible makes us understand, Romans 1.25, that there is a difference between the creature and the creator. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. So there is a clear distinction between the creature or creation and the one who created the things called creator. And so in the Old and the New Testament, when we're talking about the creator, we're talking about God. We are talking about who? So one aspect of God is that God is not only a redeemer, but God is also what? A creator. Is that clear? It's a creator. And why should we be talking about this attribute of God being the creator? Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. God is a creator because, number one, God starts the revelation of himself to humanity by creating. Say it again. God starts revealing himself to humanity by creating. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, the scripture is very succinct that in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So right from the beginning, when God wanted all of us to know him, appreciate him, consciously inculcate him into our mindset and perspectives about life, he revealed himself as the creator. In the beginning, God created. So God starts the revelation of himself unto humanity by creation, by creating something, or through his creation. So how do we know that God exists? Because <laughs> Adam came, for instance, Adam came in the image of God and in the, in the likeness of God and met God's creation of the garden. Are you here with me? That, that's the first thing God made Adam to encounter. He formed him and put him in a garden that had been set in the east of Eden. So Adam came and appreciated God by what he had created. And so when God was giving Adam instructions, Adam knew that there was an authority there who owned the creation. And so Adam could follow um, the instructions of the creator. So one way God reveals himself or starts revealing himself to us is creating things in our lives. Praise the Lord. Secondly, the scripture we read in Romans 1.25, we're going to go there again. You, we, so we are considering the attributes of the creator. 
The, the second attribute you need to understand about the creator is that the creator is blessed forever. God reveals himself to us by creating and he wants you to know that he's not just any creator, but the creator is blessed forever. Hey, in Romans 1.25, watch the scripture. We read it again. Let's read it. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever? Amen. So who is blessed forever? It's a question to you, the house. Who is the one blessed forever? Is the creator. And it's the reason why the curse came upon humanity because they shifted attention from serving the creator to the creature or the creation. Idols, human beings, people serving. In fact, if you read this very chapter, you'll find out that serving the creature instead of the creator attracts a curse and introduces some form of issues into your nature as a human being, this is where people began to last after um, Bible calls it strange flesh. So where women were loving women and men were going after men instead of women. And so he said that you are self-serving. You are self-serving. But he says that people change to serve the creature instead of the creator and he's giving us a characteristic, an attribute of the creator. And it says that the creator is blessed forever. So it is instructional for you and I in a month of testimony to know that one of the reasons why we must remember God and follow him through and through is because his blessings are not exhaustible. His blessings are forever. The creator is blessed forever. And because he's not blessed today and, if you like, unblessed tomorrow or blessed today and cursed tomorrow, you and I can have the consistency of faith in him because we know that his nature as a blessed creator will never change. And so if he is blessed forevermore, then he has the capacity to continually bless us because it's difficult to give what you don't have. And so because our creator is blessed forevermore, you and I can trust that he will always bless us. And I see the Lord blessing you this month of December. Shout a louder, amen. Is it powerful already? I wish to say more. When we talk about God being the creator, there are certain definitional associates in the Bible. There are things that helps us to elucidate, throw light, give clarity to his nature that causes creation. And so... These verses I'm going to mention to you, and these words that are used in the Bible, they help us to bring clarity in all the nuances to the process of God's creation. 
And one of the words is the word made or make. When you say God is a creator, it's saying that mostly when you see God in scripture referred to as a creator, it's also associated with what he made. And so in a scripture like Genesis 2, 3, and 4, Genesis chapter 2, verse 3 and 4, it says that, and God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his works which God created and made. He had rested from all his works which God created and made. So you see that there is a direct connection between God's attribute as a creator and the processes that he uses in creating um, is also defined, connected to it as he making things. So first of all, the creator attribute of God has to do with his works. That he creates works. And one of the processes he uses in the creation process is that he makes things so that the creation will come together. And so when you are believing God as a creator, one of the things God wants you to understand is that he is constantly making things. He makes things in your life. That's why the Bible talks about all things work together for your good according to right, his purpose and then because he loved us. And so God makes things. So sometimes there are events that will happen in your life and God has made those events to either create an opening for you or to deliver you for something better. And so he can allow a door to be shut so that he can make a bigger door for you on the other side. So God is constant. Look at the verse 4. He's constantly making things as part of his creation process. There are the generation. He said these are the generation of the heavens and of the earth. When they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. The generation that were created in the day that God made. So you see that when they are talking about what God has created, they are also talking about what he has made. Scripture is special. It helps you to understand that when we are talking about you believing God in the month of testimony for believing the God who is our creator, you need to have the spiritual consciousness that he's going to be making things for you. Praise the Lord. Yeah, he's going to be making things for you. Like the psalmist says that he sets a table before me. That he makes a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So God is in the business where he makes things as part of his creation process. Chapter 5, verse 2 of Genesis. Genesis 5, 2. We're just bringing clarity to the process. Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam in the day when they were what? Created. Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name in the day when they were what? Created. Isaiah 45, verse 12. Quickly, let's look at that. Isaiah 45, verse 12. It says that, I have made the earth 
and created man upon it. Have you seen the connection? I have made the earth and created man upon it. But you and I know that man was created and the earth was also created. So here he's explaining to us that when he says he has created something, embedded in that creation is also the element of making. He has made the Look at the scripture again. He has made the earth and created man upon it. I, even my hands, have stretched out the heavens and all their hosts have I commanded. So the simple point pastor is making today from scripture is that you ought to be expecting the small subsets within the universal set of God's creation. And what you should be expecting is them small, small portions that God makes along the way to your testimony. That he makes, <laughs> he makes small, small portions. It's God talking here. So when God is creating a table for you, he, I mean, for, it's, it's a pity that you're a woman here, you don't know how to make a table. It's really a pity. But even, even me, boy, I can, know, I can know how to make a table. If you don't know a table, it's a pity. That when you are making a table or creating a table, it's small, small. Yeah, where the table needs uh, something to be lined upon it. You see that the table is there, and you don't put the food there before you put the cloth there. It's a making process. The creation process must follow a, a procedural way of making things. Because if you don't follow the procedure of making things, then you may, make, you may create a thing that might be a monster in your face. So you see that some tables, when they are set, when you get there, you lose your appetite. Because they were not made well. But when it is created well, from perfected making processes, even if you don't have an appetite, when you, you just the facade of it will just cause your taste bar to begin to rise. I'm feeling it already. That's why some people don't know how to make food here. And it's a pity. Because the way you make the food and the aroma that comes out of the food, you see, the aroma is determined by the making process. So you see that there are some little spices and how some way peace. It's a poor young mismix like that. You have to be careful about that kind of a process. And you see that life super is there, but there can be a segregation of powers. Water sediment, and then tomato sediment, and then all other things at the bottom. Because in creating it, the making process was not well thought out. So when God is trying to give you marriage, is creating a testimony for you. He lays a foundation. He, he comes to build something else, build another thing. And then by the time, you know, it's become a beautiful edifice. That is why patience is required in the process of waiting for your testimony. Because as human as we are, 
Sometimes you are stretched when your hope is deferred and it looks like you want to stampede the process. But God is making it. And like I told you long ago that when food is not on the table, it doesn't mean food is not cooking. And so you ha we have to understand that as I'm believing God for this testimony to come, it's being cooked. God is making, and sometimes people want to do jollof and they will first make the stew, the sauce, and put there for a day. Kasameboa. And then the next day, you know, especially people who do mass cooking, yeah, they will put it, they will put it there. And the next day, you know, by the time you know, you know the rice has entered, brah, and it gives a different flavor. So you, you have to understand that God is just making this thing up. And sometimes when people are disgracing you, God is making it up. <laughs> God told them the testimony for the resurrection of Lazarus. This death is this 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 particular death is not unto shame. Yeah. He said, This sickness is not unto death, but that the glory of the Lord, and that's one of the things we are going to discuss, will be revealed. So sometimes he can allow a small space for ignorant people to be mocking at you, so that when his process of creation is complete, you will see that the glory will come out. Is God talking to somebody at all? That is why you must not be the person who is always trying to defend yourself here and there. Why I'm not married, blah, blah, blah. Your faith should be in God the creator. Because sometimes he will just save the best for the last. And when he's making wine out of water, ignorant people don't understand. But that is his making process. Is God talking to somebody here? I see God making things for you every step of the way in Jesus' mighty name. That amen didn't come out at all. I said God is making things for you this December in the mighty name of Jesus. It's powerful. So how does God create? How does, now understanding that definitional attribute that when God says, I'm creating, I make. How does he really create? Number one, we are doing small, small. <laughs> say, God is my creator. I can't hear you. Say, God, you are my creator for, of testimonies. One more time. I want to say, God, you are my creator of my testimonies. Say, create testimonies for me in every area of my life. How does God create? Number one, God creates by sending forth his spirit. God creates by sending forth his spirit. Psalm 104 verse 30. Thou sendest forth thy spirit. They are created and thou renewest the face of the earth. In fact, if you do verse number 28, we can read verse number 28, that thou givest them, no, go to 26. I just want you to go further back and we'll read something. 
Please go to 26. There go the ships. And then he said, There is that Leviathan whom thou hast made to play therein. So he's talking about things that God has been making. He said, These wait all upon thee that thou mayest give them their meat in due season. So he's talking about all the things that God has been making, the stars, blah, 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 blah. And they all wait on God for their meat in due season. Then 28, he said that, that thou givest them, they, that thou givest them, they gather. What you give them is what they gather. Thou openest thine hand, they are filled with good. 29, thou hidest that, thy face, they are troubled. Thou takest away thy, their breath, they die and return to their dust. Thou sendest forth thy spirit, they are created. And thou renewest the face of the So you see that he's showing us what God makes available and how it helps man. And when he withdraws so so and so, how man also ends. And then he's telling us that. All these creation we are talking about, God brings them into being by sending his spirit. And this collaborate what is in Genesis 1, 3 or 2. Genesis 1, 2. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, 1 says in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Verse number 2, give me the scripture. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. The spirit of the Lord moved. So when God wants to create or move as a creator, he sent forth his spirit. Now, so the coming of God into the earth realm as the Holy Spirit is majorly also to reveal God to us not only as a redeemer, but also as a creator. That is why when you receive the Holy Spirit, a new creature is born. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, you see that anybody who receives Jesus receives the Holy Spirit and a new creature is born. So the Spirit of God goes forth and then things are created. I'm feeling it already. In Ezekiel, the Spirit of God went, carried Ezekiel to the Valley of Dry Bones. And then he asked him, will these dry bones be able to live? And the guy was confused. And now he told me, he said, prophesy from the four winds and command that the wind of God comes. And the Bible says that. And the Spirit of the Lord rushed into the Valley of the Dry Bones and sinew came to connect with sinew, joint with joint. And life came upon the dry bones and he became a mighty army. When God wants to create for you, he sends a spirit ahead of you. That is why if you are believing God for a contract, what should really manifest in the office there first is not a man. First is God. You didn't hear that one. Most of the time, you are very consumed about the fact that you have no man. 
But when God the creator is at work, he wants you to be fixated on the fact that your challenge, your power is that you have not the spirit going ahead of you. I'm feeling it already. Kai, in Luke chapter 1, angel visited Mary and started telling Mary that, listen, you are going to give birth <laughs> to a Messiah. Prepare yourself and look at the fixation of Mary. How shall this be? Since I know not a man. Angel said, are we talking about man first? We are talking about God first. That the spirit from on high will overshadow you. And the power of the almighty will create the baby before even the man comes around. When the spirit comes there, things start forming. I'm feeling it all. Kadabahazota lakrada. He said, Mary, you shouldn't be talking about man. You, there is a way heaven sees things. And when heaven wants to create a testimony, the spirit must come upon you. Then the power will fall upon you. Then it will start happening before man will come into the picture. So sometimes you shouldn't be too bothered that you don't have any man on the inside. Your real challenge should be that has the spirit gone forth for me? Sometimes your, your gyne is not too strong. As a, he's not a specialist in book. So sometimes he's not known. But what's important is that the Holy Ghost has entered your tools. What's important is that the Holy Ghost has entered your loins. And the low sperm count, the Holy Ghost is working on it and creating things. Oh my God. That's why he's able to make things out of nothing. That's why he's a creator. But for that to happen, he sent forth his spirit. So when the spirit came upon Mary, things started forming in her. That man had no idea about until today. It's a mystery. Till today. Look, the spirit of God can enter spaces, go upon people, and make things happen, create things there for you that you have not physically reached there. That is why this revelation is important. That he said, and I will go before you. You see, God is interested in going before you. To create the table for you before you reach there. It's powerful. It's really powerful. You see that when it comes to this Isaiah 32 verse 15, I believe, watch what the Bible talks about when it comes to the spirit going before. He said, until the spirit be poured upon us from on high and the wilderness be a fruitful field and the fruitful field be counted for a forest. That is, the wilderness will remain a wilderness until, somebody shout until. <laughs> until the spirit be poured upon us from on high. So when God wants to create something out of the wilderness, that creation doesn't take effect until the spirit goes upon the wilderness. And that is powerful. Some of you, your bank account really needs the spirit to kiss it this morning. Because what is happening in the uh, basa basa? Enye. Enye kra. Nyamanye. 
wa kaunti ni mmoja naba down the holy ghost must enter your financial sector this december is going to happen mia omoa se se dia mia omoa eh yan to be boame boame radi yesue mia omoa se se dia mia omoa Bahasa. Until the spirit, <laughs> if the spirit doesn't come upon you first, no man will marry you. <laughs> it's a serious matter. Your physical beauty there is useless until the spirit. It is when the spirit lands that the wilderness undergoes transformation. Upgrade. It's a, the, the wilderness will become a fruitful vine. And then that is like a grass. And the grass will now become a mighty forest. It's a progressive fruitfulness progressive prosperity why because when the spirit entered into a wilderness can you imagine a wilderness is a dry place full of dust but when the spirit entered there it didn't say rain grass started coming out forest came out of the wilderness like an Amazon rainforest. Kaloda Bradiga. Because that is when the spirit enters there. He enters there with all the multifaceted ingredients of Jehovah. With all the power required for the place to be turned around. That's how the business will be turned around. Because the spirit entered there. That's why the womb will be turned around. Because the spirit entered there. That's why things will happen. Because the spirit comes in the fullness of the Godhead. In all the treasure of Jehovah, I see it happening in your life this month of December. Shout a better amen. Come on now. Shout a better amen. Powerful. I'm seeing it happening. It's happening. It's happening. Kolazua. Speak in the spirit. Lakutaya. Milaguaza, Shakuta Laba, Kiladosa, Ikatula Baza, Ikorosa, Ashakalama Locotosa, Eshalageleba Hederiaso, Holy Ghost, Candolobosa, Imandaladariosa. Can you open your mouth and pray anyhow? Holy Ghost, go forth. <laughs> Come upon me, Holy Ghost. 
Go to wherever my matter needs urgent attention. Enter, enter into any office where my matter needs an attention. Holy Ghost, go ahead for me. Holy Ghost, step in front for me. Holy Ghost, Ayadosa, Italabaro, Seteleya, create testimonies. Parua Selegedos. I am an amanamanamanamanama. Amamamasia dale volo sale. Cadela balabade. Come upon us, O Lord. Come upon us. Go upon people, our helpers. Enter offices and offices. Le corosi prariga. E corodosa. Any human being you want to use to be a blessing unto us. Go upon them. Any space and office you want to use to bless us. Go forth ahead of us. Travel ahead of us. Move ahead of us. Go to the market ahead of us. Enter the business ahead of us. Enter the relationship ahead of us. Enter the high places ahead of us. May our decision come because you went ahead. Touch our spouses. Let their things in them be changed. God, my creator. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.